morning. I have the honor of doing the sermon for you this morning, and we are going to be talking about O Come All You Faithful. That song was written by John Francis Wade, and we don't know a whole lot about him, actually. He was born in 1711, and in 1745, he, along with other Catholics in England, were exiled into France due to Catholic persecution. There it's believed that he wrote music for churches, that he taught music, and he wrote a lot of liturgy for the Catholics at that time. Other than that, there's not a whole lot known. He, he's most famous for writing, O Come All Ye Faithful, which is sung by many, many people. So it was hard to find a little bit about him, but I am going to be able to use that song today to talk about how we can come into God's presence. And we're going to use the example of the shepherds. In knowing about shepherds, we've always heard that they were the lowest of the social ladder. They were uneducated, unlearned. Um, they weren't really liked by many. But what is interesting to find out is that the shepherds that got to visit baby Jesus, that got to be the first visitors, were more than likely watching the sacrificial flocks that were going to be used in the temple in Jerusalem. And those sheep were kept outside of Bethlehem in a field. It's also a possibility that these particular shepherds were educated because they were priestly shepherds. They were the ones that were going to prepare the sacrificial lambs. That was interesting to me as they got to also be the first to see baby Jesus, so they understood the sacrifice possibly more than just any other shepherds out in other fields. I, along with you, were stuck at home for many months, and we're still kind of, you know, keeping close by home. And in those months, I found that I kind of became stagnant. I'm wondering if I were to say Luke 2, 8 through 21 to you, as we all have seen it at the end of the Charlie Brown movie, would you stand up and say it with me? You probably could. But I find when I have something that memorized, it's not here anymore. So God showed me through some young adults a new Bible translation, and that is the Passion Translation. And I've grown to love it because it's really right now speaking to me. So I'm actually going to read that scripture to you out of the Passion Translation. You can read along with me if you want, or you can just close your eyes and listen. I love how it is put in this translation. And that is Luke 2, 8 through 21. And then we're going to go through and find out through the shepherds how we can step into God's presence, how he is inviting us. That night in a field near Bethlehem, there were shepherds watching over their flocks, and suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared in radiant splendor, lighting up the field with a blazing glory of God. And the shepherds were terrified. But the angel assured them, saying, 
Don't be afraid, for I've come to bring you good news, the most joyous news the world has ever heard. And it's for everyone, everywhere. For today in Bethlehem, a rescuer was born to you. He is the Lord Yahweh, the Messiah. You will recognize him by this miracle sign. You'll find a baby wrapped in strips of cloth and lying in a feeding trough. And then all at once, a vast number of glorious angels appeared, the very armies of heaven. And they all praised God, singing, Glory to God in the highest realms of heaven. There is peace and a good hope given to the sons of men. When the choir of angels disappeared back to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go. Let's hurry and find this word that is born in Bethlehem and see for ourselves what the Lord has revealed to us. And so they ran into the village and found their way to Mary and Joseph. And there was a baby lying in a feeding trough. Upon seeing this miraculous sign, the shepherds recounted what they had just seen happen. Everything, or everyone who heard the shepherd's story were astonished by what they were told. But Mary, she treasured all of these things in her heart and often pondered what they meant. The shepherds returned to their flock ecstatic over what had happened. They praised God and glorified him for all they had heard and seen for themselves, just like the angels have said. I love the way it's put in there. It brings it just refreshes it. Um, but the first point I want to bring to you is that we are invited to come into God's presence. He invites us. The angels invited the shepherds to go see. They said where he was. He was in Bethlehem. And how will you find him? You will find him wrapped in swaddly clothes and lying in a manger. They were invited to go into his presence. They were invited to go see him. They knew where he was and what he would look like when they found him. They were the first that got to see him. Jesus also says to us himself in Matthew eleven twenty eight, Come to me. Come to me who are weary. Come to me who, all who are tired. And I will give you that rest. Come to me. I think sometimes it's hard to come to him. I think sometimes we think we have to do it ourselves. But he doesn't tell us we have to do it ourselves. He says, come to me. I'm right here. And then... As we heard in the story, the glory of the Lord shone round about him. The glory of the Lord was in that field. The angels sh showed up in that army. Believe that night sky was so, 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 so bright that there was probably no darkness. The glory of the Lord is God's glory. God shines for us. If we don't know the way, I believe he shows us. He's the light of the world. 
he, I believe, actually, it says the glory of the Lord. I think he was probably there right then with the shepherds. I don't even think they had to go find Jesus yet because I think he was right there with them. I couldn't imagine being in his presence like that, falling to my knees. What else can you do but fall to your knees when you're in his presence like that? And this is actually really what I want you to experience today is that the shepherds didn't walk. The shepherds didn't go find Jesus. Just, you know, let me just lollygag and, you know, maybe tomorrow, maybe in a couple hours, I'm too busy. No, it says they ran. They ran. I'm not a fast runner. (laughs) I'm not a fast runner. But I need to learn to run. I need to learn to run to Jesus. We are invited to step into his presence. We're invited to run to him. Um, There's so much going on today. COVID-19, we've all experienced it. We all are experiencing it. Tragedies, natural Storms and how many hurricanes have we had? More than we can count. Earthquakes, fires, wildfires that have devastated so, so many people. There are moral issues that we are dealing with. There is political issues out there, and I think we all feel like we need to tell each other our opinion. There are sicknesses, cancer, death, riots, our world is a mess. We're a mess. So why are we not taking the example of the shepherds, and why aren't we running? Why are we telling everybody our opinion? Why are we trying to figure it out? Why aren't we stepping into his presence? Because we're invited to step into his presence. We're asked to step into his presence. He's there. He's waiting. I don't think that we have to say, God, where are you? Because he's right there. We do. Sometimes we do feel like he's not there, but he always is. We are being invited into his presence. We are given the the light to shine to show us how to get there. And if we don't know how to get there, who has friends here that pray for them? Who's an intercessor? We're not alone. And we're asked to run. Well, I've discovered some things about running to Jesus. Let's talk about that. When you run to Jesus, how far do you run? We really don't run. When we run to Jesus, we stop. We need to stop doing. We need to stop talking. We need to stop trying to figure this out on our own. It's not ours to figure out. It's not ours to fix. We need to stop. 
What does your stopping look like? Do you fall to your knees right where you are? Do you raise your hands and say, God, I'm here. Lift me up, Abba Father, lift me up. I need help. I can't do this by myself. Do you scream? Do you shout? Do you cry? All of those things are okay. We all run to Jesus in a different way. And actually, as Pastor Scott can tell you, it's different depending on what's going on in our lives. There are times when I feel like I need to go to my knees, and there are times when I feel like I need to raise my arms, and there are times when I just need to go to my room and shut my door and be still and listen. There are times when I cry. There are times when I get angry. Different circumstances call for different reasons and different ways. But what is important is that we run to him first. And when we are running, we need to stop and cry out to him however we do it. And in that stillness, in that quietness, in that place, is that encounter. The same encounter the shepherds had when they saw Jesus for the first time. You imagine that? To be in the presence of God, knowing that that little baby was your Savior who'd come to save the world? That's where the encounter happens, is when we stop what we're doing and we run to him. I think we all have ways we need to encounter Jesus. I think we all need to run to him. And I think every day there's something constantly we all have something going on in our lives. Like I said, COVID-19 is here, and we're all battling with it, and we're all struggling with it. But we all have things going on in our homes and our lives that we're also battling. So what I would actually like to do right now is ask you guys to run to Jesus. And Bruce, do you mind coming up? I would like to take a few minutes and just, we can't come up to the altar we can't um, all be up here all together right now, which is really hard. But where you are is where you need to be. So I'm going to ask you to take the example of the shepherds right now. And I'm going to ask you to run to Jesus. I want you to raise your hands, get on your knees. If you want to get in the aisle and get on your knees, I want to take a few minutes just for you to encounter him right now. Whatever it is you need to go to him. If you feel you don't have anything to go to him about right now, that's okay. There are people around you that do. And this is a time for you to lay your hands on them, to pray for them. And I'll be honest, I'm not going to pray for you right now. And the kids get angry when I do that. But I'm not going to pray for you because right now it's time for you to encounter, to run to him. And not for me to do it for you. So let's take a few minutes and let's just, however you want to run to Jesus right now. 
friend to him. And you know what? If you shout or scream out loud, that's okay. That's okay. There are people around you that got you. Jesus, I thank you that we can run to you. I thank you that you have invited us into your presence. I thank you that you are right there with us wherever we are. In our running, we just need to stop and turn to you. We need to stop talking. We need to stop running from our problems. We need to stop figuring it out on our own. We just need to stop and call on you. So Holy Spirit, right now I pray that you would touch, that you would meet each individual right where they are, that you would touch them in a way that they've never felt your presence before. I pray for that encounter right now, Lord Jesus, that only you can give them. Lord, sometimes your answer is not the answer we want to hear, but yet we know when we've been in your presence that we have peace. I pray that peace right now over everybody, Lord. I thank you and praise you for who you are and that you are here among us. And thank you, Holy Spirit, for falling heavily on everybody. Help us to leave today knowing that we have had that encounter with you. Thank you and praise you, Lord. Once you've had that encounter, once you have taken that step, as we see in that story, the shepherds didn't stay there. They left. They ran back out to tell everybody what they had just encountered, who they had just seen, the presence of the Lord that they'd just been in. Those shepherds probably understood exactly what that sacrifice was. They probably didn't know exactly what was going to happen in the course of his life, but they understood that that was a sacrifice, that God had come down to earth as a sacrifice. He left the heavenly realms to what? Come down as a baby in a cold world? But those shepherds ran to tell the story to witness, to share their encounter. And so when we leave here today and we've encountered him, let's don't keep that to ourselves. Let's share that. As I shared with the kids today, share the story of Jesus. Well, this one broke. There's a story behind that too. 
so as you leave, there are actually candy canes out there for you too. But I don't want you to, to just think about giving it away. I want you to hold yours somewhere close by to remind you that he's right there. You just need to run to him to have that encounter. Because just a few short years, really, after that day, he was broken for us on that cross. And because of that is why we have the true encounter with Jesus, why we have the true forever with him, as I put it with the kids. Remember to run to him. He's right there. And we would love to hear your stories of how he answers your prayer and how you can walk through that with him. Come, let us Didn't Sandra do a great job today? Amen. You know, I didn't know exactly what she was going to talk about, but as pastor, I need to stop. And it's a, a joy to see the other pastors step up and help carry the load. And so even though I didn't know what she was going to talk about, I'm already starting to practice just a little bit of what it means to run. Running means stopping. And even pastors, we need to come to that place where we can just stop and be okay with it. And I'm glad today for the lesson of the shepherds as we enjoy this season of hope. This week, you're going to have a chance, a moment, a decision to continue running, shopping, partying, or stopping. And I pray that you will let go of something so you can grasp something else, which is the wonderful presence of the Lord when we stop. Now may the Lord bless you keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. May he give you courage to run to him by stopping.
in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Be blessed. Amen and amen. God bless you, church. We'll see you next week. And those online, we'll see you next week. God bless you all. Have a great day.